BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman, and with me are two of my treasured colleagues, Mark Brown, the political columnist, and Tina Svondelis, the political reporter. Well, I don't know when we're going to stop talking about Kim Fox, but I was ready to move on about Jesse Smollett. I was bored by it. But we can't do that until we get to the bottom of this. What did we learn this week, Mark? Well, this week we learned, among other things, that after she was, uh, had recused herself from the case, Kim Fox continued to uh, email or text with her top deputy about how he'd handled the case, which really isn't kind of what you do when you recuse yourself. You, you get up, you know, you stand back. And it raises questions about whether she had stood back, you know, at any point or whether she'd basically let, I mean, let him handle it, but was second guessing him all the way through. Yeah, I mean, she's making comparisons to R. Kelly, saying, why are we charging him with 16 counts when R. Kelly's only charged with 10 or whatever? Right. What do you think, Tina? I think she was concerned about the optics, um, and she wasn't thinking about the fact that she had recused herself and that this would look like a conflict of interest. I think she was treating it as if this is her office and she wanted it to look a certain way, and she, was, like, separate, she wasn't separating the legal and the public um, spotlight of her office. I thought it was interesting that she called him a washed-up actor, and she said that he lied. That's new information because, I mean, we, we knew that they thought that, you know, he didn't really do this. But this is like her most forceful words I've seen, at least in this text message, of her opinion of the case. But let's establish she did not recuse herself formally right. because a recusal would have required her to say, my office is out of it. We need a special prosecutor. So she had it both ways, and she didn't really do it. And then she didn't even really recuse herself informally either. No, and, and you know, I mean, this thing that we that's come out here with the, the the new messages, where she complains about the case having been overcharged, that meaning too many charges against, you know, the piling on that was sort of uh, a criticism she always had of her predecessor, Anita Alvarez. I mean, I do think the case was overcharged, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it it, you have to continue to, to go there. I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody wants, uh, well, I don't think many Chicagoans feel like he needs to be found guilty of 16 counts and go to prison. What they want is a finding uh, uh, that he was guilty of what we've accused him of uh, and some some sort of punishment, you know? Some 
They so want an apology. They want reimbursement for the incredible cost and the man hours that were devoted to this that should have been devoted to something else, right? I mean, it's not like we can use the manpower or afford to give it to something that's bogus, right? Uh, uh, yeah, and I think, I think this, I just think the general public is offended by what the guy did, you know, and tried to make the city look bad, try to make us all look bad in a way, really. Right? right, and where do we go to get our reputation back, by the way? This was read, read in, in faraway places who think it's probably true that we're a hateful place. Right. I think that uh, she mentioned the deferred prosecution in the tax messages, which as like as a way to kind of calm this thing down. But the actual like 16 counts, it's, it, reading the messages, it made it seem like they charged him that many counts to, just to send that message, that, that maybe she didn't truly believe that he should have been charged that many counts, that there's other cases that are more serious. Now, I don't know about you, but I am offended when a woman hide, hides behind the fact that she's being targeted because she's a woman, or the fact that someone who's black or Jewish or anything are, are being targeted for that. Do you believe, does anybody believe that Kim Fox is really being targeted because she is a black woman. Well, look, the when, when the police unions come at, came after her, you know, I, I I can believe that, you know, there's something else going on there, something more. Do I think it's just because she was a black woman? No, but she's a black woman who they don't think is friendly to their. That's right. Work. If you were, if she were a black man and wasn't friendly, she'd get the same treatment, right? Yes, yes. the same, the <laughs> same treatment that, that's that's yeah, bad treat, poor treatment. Right. You know, not not called upon. Um, yeah, I, I I just I don't understand. I mean, look, when they when the unions came after her, and then there was front page headlines that saying she ought to resign. Well, I can understand that she she wanted to do something. Her allies wanted to do something, but. You know, jumping out with uh, Jesse Jackson, Bobby Rush. I mean, if you look at how she got elected, she got elected uh, with a with a broad coalition uh, uh, that not only was the African American community, but it was Evanston Township, Oak Park Township, New Trier Township, the 47th Ward, the 32nd Ward. Those it, it, it wasn't black voters. I mean, and she and if she's going to be reelected, she needs that same uh, coalition and people in that group. Uh, I say people like me. Like we still want to know how'd you screw this case up so bad? You know, it it uh, it just shows the case. The handling of this case shows bad judgment, and it's a case where it's just people feel like they know all the facts of the case, right? So much of what happens over there. Uh, you feel like, well, I don't really know everything, so I'll trust that office. Well, here's a case where everybody seems to know everything, and they can see what, ha what happened, and they go, well, geez, why would I trust you to handle all the rest of this stuff when you screwed this up? Tina, can she be reelected? I mean, her political patron, Tony Preckwinkle, is wounded beyond belief after getting shellacked by Lori Lightfoot. Can she be reelected after all this? I think it's just as you said on um, the top of the show that you thought this was over and it was smoothing over and there would be this smoothing over process until the election and it just keeps coming up. Like she has her highs and her lows. She had the beginning of the week we're talking about the expungement of marijuana convictions and people are so happy and then you get the text messages. It's just like this high and low. She has to get off of this, the resurgence of this case 
and try to do something else. I think she'll have to use the office to do something gigantic to get people to forget about this case. But as for right now, I do think she's in trouble. And you t mentioned the, uh, the, women, the women aspect of, you know, if she is she being targeted because she's a black woman. I think Tony Freckwinkle used that too, the be fair to Tony. And people did not like that at all because, you know, people thought that they were being fair to her and there was nothing to do with her race or that she was African-American, she was going up against another African-American woman. So I think that does not work anymore, this like targeting of, of, of black women. Or hiding behind it. Or hiding behind it, it doesn't work. Well, one way it could work is, <laughs> you, know, we, you know, the party's gonna have, we, can she be reelected? Well, who's her opponent? We don't have an opponent right. yet. There'll and be one, Jeremiah one. Joyce. Well, he didn't spend two million to get elected mayor. Yeah, but can he beat her? I, I, I don't know. know. He's I don't know. He says he's not interested as of a couple weeks ago, but there'll people will pop up. There'll be a, and, and, but uh, as always, it comes down to choices, and people will have to make a choice. And I mean, I'm, that, that sounds like I'm oversimplifying, but yeah, I mean, in the end, it's you know her negatives against the other person's negatives in some ways, right? And I forget where I'm going with that. Well, I, I'm surprised in some ways. Mark, you and I watched Jim Thompson apologize profusely several times for some real beauties of, of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And he got away with it because the public is forgiving. Why didn't Kim Fox just come out and say, I blew it on this? I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly believe she doesn't recognize that she did. I think she thinks, I, I, my personal belief is that Kim Fox plugged this case into her worldview, which is that young African-American males are being treated poorly by the criminal justice system, which I would, I agree with. I understand why that is her view. Okay. And that's why she was elected to fix that problem. And she took this case and plugged it into that. Shoehorned it into and, that. And shoehorned it into that, and it didn't fit it didn't that. Right. It's not that case. Right. It, this is a it's it's a it's it's it is a celebrity case. It's a it's a it's a bogus case. It's a it's a case of a not. I don't know if he's washed up or not. It's probably helped his career, but uh, he's a, 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 <laughs> of a of a nothing actor who uh, who's now known all around the world who, who for also, bad things. Who lied. You know, he really lied. Anger but, the city with like going out in, in front of the microphones and saying that he didn't do it again. Like that day, like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Yeah, like, like how could why, you say why that? do that? Why he do hired that? Ann Kavanaugh, like, just, just, PR if he'd even walked off that day, it would, it would Tina, why didn't he, why didn't Kim Fox apologize? Why do you think? I think I agree with Mark that she thought that she handled this right, even, even in this time. Even like, now. Even, I, I don't know what her strategy is now. I think maybe she might be needing some sort of crisis management situation. <laughs> but in these text messages, it shows that she didn't like, clearly understand the recusal. If she's texting the, the then she has no be, business being state's attorney right. if she doesn't know what that means. Yeah, that's that's her, her problem. And there the should have been some sort this, of strategy. The problem with this is that it calls into question other cases that how she may have handled that we don't know about, and how many people might bring that up in defending their clients. Right. So it's a problem. Now we also saw this week Tony Preckwinkle came out of her bunker, and did a series of interviews about her shellacking. What did we learn from that, Mark? Well, not much. Uh, she uh, <laughs> she she said that. Um, well, she said that she wasn't ruling out running for another term. Which Do you buy I, that? No, I don't buy that. I mean, it, it would be foolish. And she's. I mean, 
But she's got she's got three years to go here. I'm not you know she's got three years to go. She can't be a lame duck. And she, she's she doesn't to want to, She wants to she wants to hang on to uh, being able to say that she's around. Uh, and uh, other county commissioners have told me that the minute you know that for now she's still strong, but the minute she uh, says that, then they'll all jump in. You know. Uh, How could she still be strong after getting killed? In the election. Because she she just she just got done electing uh, three or four new county commissioners who are totally uh, owe their victories to her. She she decided the county that, that the county party should weigh in, and they took out they took out Democrats that weren't very loyal to her, and they took out uh, uh, some Republicans. Okay. Uh, and so now. She has an incredibly large majority over there, and uh, there are people that are, uh, most of them are people that are loyal to her. And that's the irony of this election. She got killed with, as Tony, uh, she lost every award. She lost almost every precinct, 74% of the vote for Lightfoot, and yet she's still in a strong position in the county. That's in the county and in the Democratic Party, so she still has a lot of power. You don't think she'll be challenged to the party chair? I think she might be challenged to the party chair. As of right now, will she's it be? sitting tight. I'm not sure yet. Tony um, Beal? It's possible. Yeah. Um, so for now, I think she's just going to use all the power that she still has. I do think it, it must have been really tough. And like you said, she came out of hiding for a little bit. The day after the election, she's at the church with Lori Lightfoot holding her hand. Well, she had to do she that. Had to do that. That must have been very tough. And then. Just to kind of process everything that happened. She's, what, 71, 72 years old, I'm sure. She's thinking about what she wants to do next. Um, I don't see another run, but I do see yeah. maybe if she maintains that the chair and the Democratic Party that she can continue to do that and still be relevant in the party. Frankly, if she had won the mayor's race, she would have been one term and out probably there too, right? I think, I, I think that was probably her plan. Yeah. Um, on the party, I'm, I'm not convinced I, 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 that... Uh, my, our friends at the Tribune have written a story that said they think she's vulnerable. I've talked to to committeemen who believe yeah. she's very strong. I mean, she's still, there just are a lot of people that are in there right now that, you know, have alliances with her. Um, now, and, and you, I mean, Lori Lightfoot can't get involved in that. No, I don't and she think. won't touch the party. I hope, I hope the party so. is dead, she, so, she's know. not going to touch that. I, I wouldn't. She's got her hands uh, full at the city. And and so you know Tony, a lot of them, a lot of them just they they feel uh, that she's done right by them at, in the party. Now the city council has taken shape. We have twelve new aldermen, thirteen women, twenty blacks, twelve Hispanics, six socialists, sixteen progressives, flexible depending on issues, and maybe as many as thirty-three regulars and five gays. So how tough do you think it's going to be for Lori Lightfoot to come together with a coalition of 26 votes for a budget that's going to include tax increases and cuts, you in know, addition to her learning, and her ethics reforms? In addition to her learning the ropes and going straight into it, I think it's going to be very difficult. I don't see an easy, like a consensus towards the beginning. I think it's going to be a whole process. And as you've written about the um, aldermanic privilege situation, how she'll handle that, I think will affect a lot of her relationships and the way that she gets votes with these with these new people, with the old people, with everyone. But it's a it's a crazy mix, isn't it? It's it a is. very diverse mix that we haven't seen in a long time. What do you think, Mark? I think I'm figuring that she'll be able to put together 
26 for most of what she needs to get done, right? But that it'll, it'll evolve and, and, you know, it could be one meeting she's got the 26, the next meeting she doesn't, next meeting it could be a different 26, depending yeah. on the issue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, we still want to, we still need to know who she's gotten in, who she is going to tab as her leader, right? And who's going to pull this stuff together for her. I, uh, you know, that's a big decision. And now, and as we always talk about, what's Burke going to do? And he's still going to be there, but, uh, and he's, he's, he's crafty, right? He'll, Oh, and he's Machiavelli. He knows where the bodies are. He knows something on everybody. He's got a dossier. And so he's going to mess with her as long as he's around right. because he can't stand her and she can't stand him. And that's a long before the raid on his office and the uh, charge of attempted extortion. Um, but she can only hope that eventually he'll be gone or, and that he's somewhat neutered by all of this. Well, he we'll, is neutered by he it. He is no, neutered no doubt by it, about but it. as long as he's breathing, He's dangerous. <laughs> yes. And that is, that is the truth. <laughs> Rahm Emanuel is still on his legacy tour, and he's going to be on that legacy tour for the next month through May 20th. What do you think about what his legacy will be? Where did he fall? Uh, Where did he succeed? Definitely in, it, with some police issues with Laquan McDonald, um, with some business deals that people did not feel were appropriate for the city, um, developments and poor neighborhoods, minority relations, I feel like that might be what people will look at him as. But he did, obviously, as you know, build it, bring in so much business to the city. That was a priority for him. He's still doing that. I saw him on Tuesday with the governor, and as I wrote about, it was a love fest. So I'm sure you're, you're seeing that every day. He's in a good mood. He's very jokey. He seems relieved. We're getting press releases of him. Today was like him interviewing a venture capitalist. So it's kind of like yeah, going podcast. into his going into his like new world of, the, of what he wants to do. Well, but the this tough thing for him is going to be on May 20th when it all when the when the when the round table stops right. suddenly and he's no longer the mayor. He's driving his own car and he's getting into a cold car and he doesn't have any attention. How tough do you think that's going to be for Rahm Emanuel? <sighs> I, you know, I do think it's going to be hard on him. He, you know, he, he was a fairly regular guy for quite a bit of his life. You know, it's, it's not like Rich Daly, who was state's attorney before he was mayor and, and, and just came out of that as just being his life, being a privileged person in a, a lot of ways. Rom, you know, as we know, he, he was a scrapper who kind of worked his way up through the ranks. Um, so it's, it's in him, I, but you're talking about driving the car, that, that's a funny one. I don't, you know, I guess he'll, he'll take the L, right? Well, there's a reason why he's got a bike trip, a trip through the Italian mountains, and a fly fishing trip planned immediately. He's getting the heck out of here because it's going to be hard. Be the hard. adjustment will be difficult. And someday, I'm sure very soon, he's going to be on the phone whispering about how Lori Lightfoot didn't do this or that. And I'll say, Ram, if you want to put your name on it, fine. Mm -hmm. If not, hang up the phone. <laughs> do you think that he'll stay in Chicago or that he'll go he to says D.C.? So. He says so. And maybe. Mm -hmm. Do you think he'll run again? Um, I don't know if he'll run again. I just imagine him being like a D.C. political insider again. But uh, maybe he'll stay here. I know he said that he would. But if, if he has this, these aspirations to be this TV person, I, I, I don't know. And he has so many connections there. I don't think that would be totally unsurprising. 
I see him joining a Democratic administration if one gets in. Mark, what do you think? Will we no, ever see him on the ballot? And could he get elected statewide? Uh, maybe not in this state. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I haven't thought that through. I think that would be hard for him because uh, I'm not sure he could even be certain to carry in the city. So that would be, that would be difficult. Um, I don't, obviously we're not done hearing from Rahm Emanuel. He's, he's a guy that's going to demand to be heard on somewhere. That, a Democratic administration, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I think he, he would have joined Hillary Clinton if, if she had been uh, elected. I hope he wants to do more than just go out and make money, you know. Yeah. Because I, you know, I think he's got a little more to offer than that. But uh, As he turns 60 next year. Yeah. Well, we'll hear from Mayor Rahm Emanuel next week, and we'll hear his take on his own legacy. We know what that'll be. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Mark Brown, Tina Svondelis, and we'll see you all next week.